0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission, to help you keep growing. Hey there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which makes a great companion to this podcast, something to keep on your nightstand and dip into whenever you need a little shot in the arm. I'm talking this week about things you can stop doing, and that will help you be a better person because you're no longer doing them. Because sometimes it's not all about the doing. Sometimes it's about doing less. Today's thing to do less of is complaining. Complaining is a real slippery slope because even though it feels constructive because you're airing your feelings, it tends to only make things worse because it causes you to really focus on what's going wrong and what we pay attention to only gets bigger. It's like the tiny little pimple on your nose that you poke at and pick at and all of a sudden it turns into a big angry red bump. That's not what we want. We all know someone who is a world-class complainer. And so you know what it feels like to be around someone who is complaining. It can feel like you need to take an emotional shower after you spend time with them. It kind of spreads the negativity around. Which is not to say that you need to be a saint or a martyr or find a way to not be bothered by anything ever again. This is where venting comes in. It may seem like I'm splitting hairs, but there's a huge difference between venting and complaining. I think of it like this. Okay, so you've got a tea kettle. The lid is on and the steam comes out, the little vent, and the water doesn't boil away because it stays contained, but also the lid doesn't blow off because there's a release valve. That is like venting. It's directed, it releases pressure, and it's productive. After you boil a kettle of water, you can enjoy a lovely cup of tea. And after you vent, you feel relieved and ready to see things in a different way. Complaining is more like trying to boil water in a pot with no lid. Most of the water turns to steam and ends up dispersed in the air in your kitchen and even throughout your house. And if you're not careful and you let it go on too long, you can end up with a scorched pan. I did this the other day. I was trying to make some homemade ginger tea. I like to peel the ginger and slice it into coins put it in a pot of water, boil it a little bit. The water gets like really good and spicy and gingery and it really feels great on your stomach, except I walked away from the kitchen and I forgot about it and there was a weird smell in the air for hours and I pretty much ruined the pan. So complaining is like leaving the ginger tea on and making the whole house smell like burned ginger and venting gives you a really stiff cup of tea that helps you feel better. I'll talk more about how to make sure you're venting and keeping a lid on things, so to speak, and not complaining after this break. welcome back okay so something's bugging you and you want to talk about it but you don't want it to turn into a complaint fest or a pity party and you don't want to fire hose anyone with negativity what do you do well i say you reach out to a friend or to your partner and you make an ask and you put a parameter around this. You say, first of all, I really need to talk about something for the sake of getting it off my chest so I can move on. Do you have the bandwidth to talk about this with me right now? Because you don't want to assume that just because you're venting and not complaining that anybody is in the headspace to be able to provide this invaluable service for you. So get their buy-in, set some parameters. You might even tell them whether you want to talk about possible solutions or not. Like you could say, you know, I really just want to be able to vent so I can move on. Or you could say, I'm hoping that after I talk it out, I might be able to see possible solutions. So if you think of one, I'll be interested to hear. I mean, sometimes you may not be in the space for someone to give you suggestions just yet, and that is fine. Another way to make venting kind of contained is to do it either in a certain place or within a certain amount of time. I have a girlfriend that I take venting walks with. So long as we're walking, we can vent. And I tell you, every time by the end of the walk, we're feeling better about whatever it is that's bugging us. We're able to see possible solutions and what might be the upside that we couldn't see at the start of the walk when we were all riled up about whatever it is. You can also text a friend and say, hey, you around? I have something I need to vent about. If you're available, we can keep it to 20 minutes. And then set a timer. I do this with friends. I mean, if you need to go past the timer, that's one thing. But at least you will have a conversation after the 20-minute mark and be like, do you have a few more minutes? And they can say yes or no. And nobody's sitting there thinking like, how much longer is this going to go on? A place to vent could also be your journal. I mean, that's the whole idea of journaling. It's a place to get stuff out of your head. Just do a brain dump of whatever's bothering you. And it can be very cleansing. I suggest not taking to social media unless you want a lot of unsolicited opinions. Maybe you belong to a private group somewhere where there's a community of trusted people and you guys can vent to each other, but honestly, probably not. I'm thinking of frustrated parents who have come on the PTO Facebook page at my kid's school and vented about something that was totally legitimate But there were teachers and staff who also go to that page, and understandably, they felt upset that they had to find out in such a public forum. I'm going to say, unless it's a very close-knit private community, stick to either a real-time conversation or your journal. Whenever you need to do what my husband and I also call off-gassing, aka venting, couch it in the terms of, there's something I need to get off my chest so that I can get perspective and move on. You kind of think it to yourself. You say it out loud. It helps you avoid slipping into complaining. And if you do find yourself complaining, you're not a bad person and you didn't fail. You're trying to interrupt what is probably a habitual behavior, and that is not easy. Just notice that you've done it, own it, forgive yourself, and then get back to venting. I've got one more thing that you can stop doing on Friday, and it's going to free up a ton of energy. So I hope you come back.